You genius. Okay. Dude, you genius is a great name for like a villain in a Jimmy Neutron sequel or something like that. I know those of you who are super in the know are going to be like, NL, actually, in Camelot Software's 1998 Mario Golf RPG for the Game Boy Color, the main villain was called Genius. And you're right, but his name was not Eugene. It was just Gene, which is a slightly different thing, and all of a sudden I took damage. But hey, you know what? It's fair. It's a tricky room. I like our trinket as well. It's not the best of the... Uh, the locusts, but it's uh, not necessarily bad. Don't even take that yet. I really, I think that the STS sound, the phoneme, should just be taken out of the English language. Every like uh, briskets, you know, just the human mouth is not designed. It's like a lisp generator. Baskets. Yeah, that one sort of works. What is it about the... Uh, maybe it's like an I-S-T-S? I don't know. Anyway, all I'm trying to say is... Well, Baskets isn't an S-T-S, is it? It would be like Bristus. Firsts, you know? It's just an awkward way to phrase things. Now, uh, I would go so far as to say that maybe... Um, don't shoot the messenger, but a Tammy's head wouldn't be a bad call. And I gotta level with you. I'm feeling great. I told you I was feeling good heading into this episode. I don't know. I've, I've been feeling like not that amazing with respect to my Isaac play lately. Like mentally, I'm in a pretty good place. But in Isaac, I've been having a lot more like difficult runs. And, and some of that's been, you know, bad starting stats. And some of that has been poor play. You know, I think there's a, a little bit of both going on there. Uh, for some reason, I just feel like I feel clear today. I feel like my intestines were blocked up by a carne asada burrito. What kind of chip you got in there? A Dorito? And now they've been, uh, they've been cleared out. This isn't a story about a mental blockage. I was literally constipated. No, not true. Not true. You know, I've never actually... There's a couple, and I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. There's a couple common things I've never experienced. I've never been constipated. At least, you know, for some reason, I think this happens to everybody, and I'm not trying to get too much TMI, you know? But, I mean, when you're spending 45 minutes a day with me for as long as this series has gone on, you know, you gotta expect that we might get into some personal stuff, right? I mean, we're friends at this point. Even if it is a little one-sided. Um, it's not that I haven't gone an interval without pooping. It's more like I've just never felt like that it's symptomatic of something. Like, I've never, when I moved to Korea, I didn't poop for like six days. And I was kind of losing my mind mentally. I was like, why haven't I pooped? Don't I need to poop? Like, is my body running at 100% efficiency? I don't understand. But then eventually... You know, it came out and it was back to normal. But when I hear people talk about constipation, they're always like, you know, it hurts. It's uncomfortable. It's unpleasant. That wasn't it for me. My body was just like, ah, I'm giving up on this for a week. I've never experienced it. I don't know what it's like. One day, perhaps. But I don't know. I've, I've always... Gastroenterologically? That's not how I think you say that word. But because all of you asked, I've always been blessed, you know? With the... 
certain sense of regularity. Lucky me? Anyway, I don't know how you pivot off of that conversation. I wanted to bring it up because, you know, Austin... And I'm not trying to throw my boy under the bus here, but he uh, had to acquiesce himself out of the Fortnite recordings this week for a little bit because of some gastrointestinal distress. And he was like, I know what I need to get from the pharmacy to cure it. And I was like, man, I never... I've never been there. I've never gotten to that point. To, to know what the medicine is that fixes it is like... A little mind-boggling to me. I mean, it's good. Obviously, you know, it's like you, you want to know what cures the thing that you got, but... I was like, my dude, you got to eat some Kanaka broad. Each slice of Kanaka broad is like 10% of your daily fiber requirement. You have like three or four of those a day, you're, you're doing fine. I'm telling you, you use it as a... It's a delicious fiber supplement, dude. It's like, I've, I'm... When it comes to breakfast, I'm Swedish. Couple pieces of Kanaka. I hesitate to call them slices because they're really more like a cracker. Couple slices of Kanaka brought. Little breakfast ham and some cheddar cheese. I know. If you're a Swede, you're going, ah, well, really, you should have it with like butter and cucumber slices. Look, okay? I do still live in North America. I'm not having a butter and cucumber sandwich for breakfast. <laughs> not about that lifestyle. I'm not putting caviar from a tube onto my Kanaka bread, okay? Just let me enjoy it. For those of you who are not aware, uh, Kanaka bread is a, uh, and I might be pronouncing it a little funny. I think it's probably a fair assessment to make considering I don't live where it's made. Um, it is a crisp bread, but to call it a bread, I'm going to say, quite honestly, is a misnomer. It's more of a, a cracker, predominantly made with rye flour, used in the Nordic countries as kind of like a sandwich or a spread base. I wouldn't describe it as delicious necessarily, but it's really grown on me because I like crackers, but they're terrible for you, like genuinely true. And also, like, when you get the bougie crackers, they get expensive now. I didn't, I didn't realize. You know, I grew up in a Wheat Thins era. Now they're trying to sell me, you know, sesame and Parmesan crisps. And it's like four fifty a box or something like that. And I'm like, dude, I'll, I'll just get a... I'll get something else instead of paying four fifty for a box of basically pure carbohydrates. Um, so the Kanaka Broad is like a nice, happy medium. It's like a guilt-free cracker. That also, I'm not making a joke. We asked for this item, so I'm taking it. Um, I'm not making a joke. The fiber content is a big selling point, but anyway, that's it. If you don't like rye bread, you might not be a big fan, but I bet it's one of those foods that a lot of people, I'm sure when they go to the grocery store, they see these weird, you know, rye vita or uh, I forget the other brand, but Vasa, that's it. And they go, who the heck's buying this stuff? It's me. <laughs> it's me and it's Kate. Kate's buying them for me. I'm buying them for myself. Say no more. When no one is around you, you ain't running grains. See, it's, it's sort of. You know, there we go. There are foods in the grocery store I look at and I don't understand who buys them, though. I really, especially, like, the I eat a lot of cheese, and I'm not necessarily saying that as a point of, uh, you know, superiority at all. 
most of it's just a just a cheddar. Wow, that was a whiff on death's list there. I mean, I really like fishtail. I know we've had it a lot lately, but I really like it. And even still, when I go to the grocery store, I'm like, who's buying all these unusual cheeses? Because I'll eat, I feel like I'm one order of magnitude above the North American standard for cheese open-mindedness. A cheese with thick blue veins running through it, totally fine by me. Sign me up. Sometimes when uh, I go to our mod pizza analog, I get blue cheese added to my pizza. I, I, you know, I understand it's an acquired taste. I like it a lot. A cheese that smells like feet, sign me up. I told this story before, but we went for like my 27th or 26th birthday, I think. We went to a really fancy Italian restaurant, and for dessert they served us a cheese plate. And one of the cheeses was like, not quite the one that's like, you know, fermented by maggots in the Sumatran jungle or something. But it was like, oh, we wrapped it in wasp paper and buried it, and then it fermented in the dirt. And I was like, oh, that sounds really interesting. And I ate it, and I was like, this is trash. <laughs> Stop making it. But it, with respect to anything else... I'll try pretty much any cheese once. A cheese that's as hard as a brick, totally fine. Cheese that's like a liquid, okay, sure. No problem. But when I go to the grocery store, I see like 30 different kinds of cheeses. I'm like, who's buying this? I don't understand. Cheddar, mozzarella, marble, parmesan, asiago, gouda, I get them. There's probably some more that fit in there as well. But those are the North American cheeses, okay? And they're feta. I'll give you that one as well. Brie. These all work, okay? But when I see, like, a... They're like, hey, Stilton's on sale. I'm like, why are you making Stilton here? Nobody here's eating Stilton. Stilton's like a... Like, 2% of the population enjoys it. You're wasting your time with this... With the Stiltons. Get over it. That's about it. I think I've, every time I go to the grocery store, I get another... Uh, Another item. I'm like, somebody buys this? And the answer is, yeah. I, I have to assume because, uh, you know, I'm the one buying the Kanaka bro. Making people question that to begin with. Yeah, just go stand on top of it. What's the big deal? Really, really smart move there. There goes the freaking streak, dude. Rerem NG31. Wait, I'm almost, like, in awe. What happened? Where did it go? My confidence. I'm feeling like a surge of some kind of hormone pulsing through my body right now that I, it, it's making me furious. The moon. I don't know if it was a loss of focus or something, but that's, that's an embarrassing loss. Well, so much for the streak. <laughs> I got off on the grocery store tangent. You know that's the subject on planet Earth that I'm most passionate about, and then, oh well, life goes on. You get a second Isaac run today. Congratulations. That's me uh, pretending to throw up. Like I'm eating the cheese with a thick blue vein. And I know if you're European, you might be saying, why are North Americans so uptight about cheese? I don't know. They, well, I mean, it's cultural, you know? The thing about cheese is that, you know, when you grow up eating, like, cheddar cheese, mozzarella cheese, it's easy to forget that a food is essentially made by spoiling milk. So I can understand... Uh, you know, the logical argument that's like, why wouldn't you... Why would you say you're turned off from blue cheese by default? Like, you know, cheese is already spoiled. You're looking at blue cheese and going, well, yeah, but it's not that spoiled. Not everybody's favorite. I don't know. It's just... It's got to maintain, like, a certain degree of an open mind about it. 
you can't really think too logically about all foods, you know? It, it kind of spoils the... When you, when you start to think logically about just about any food, I think the only foods that I don't feel weird about eating when I think about them highly logically is, are like fruits and vegetables. Because I'm like, it, it is a little weird that the sun just kind of gives them to us, you know? They grow in the ground and we can eat them for fuel. How messed up is that? Literal answer is not messed up at all, but the, you know... It's pretty amazing. Like, how lucky are we that the food that we eat just grows in the freaking ground? But not that weird. Meat is weird. It's like the flesh of a living creature. I still eat it, but I also recognize that it is a little... It's barbaric, to some extent, at least. And then, like, processed foods, and I don't even mean, like, Doritos. I mean, like, cheese, even milk or something like that. When you think about it, you're like, I'm eating, like, the nutritional slurry of another creature. That was meant for its child. <laughs> Eggs! Eggs are super weird, the unfertilized ovum of another species. Like, I guess no matter what, you're always eating another species, whether it's a plant or an animal, but... You know, it's a little strange. I feel like if eggs didn't exist, uh, if, if they hadn't been consumed for, you know, like, probably tens of thousands of years, maybe not hundreds, but... Um, and then you watch the news report that's like, you know... Over in French Guyana, they're uh, eating a new delicacy, the unfertilized ovum of a chicken. You'd be like, but uh, because there's such a part of culinary cuisine, basically everywhere, dude. I still get a little weirded out by runny yolks, so I can't really be mad at anybody for not liking blue cheese. Like, I'm open-minded when it comes to food. I've eaten so many eggs in my day. And I've eaten a lot of runny yolks. I've cooked a lot of runny yolks for myself. But given the choice, I don't eat them. I don't... I, I just prefer not to eat eggs in general. It's not like a grossness thing. I just... It's always the last pick for me. In, a, in like a, an all-day breakfast where it's eggs, two types of meat, potatoes, toast. I'm going like potatoes, meat, bread. If I'm starving, I'll eat the eggs. But apart from that, eh, I could take them or leave them. I go through some times when I like egg, and I go through some times where I'm like, nah, I don't want to see it ever again. And that's my two cents. It's like tuna. Like, I feel the same way about canned tuna. Once every couple of years, uh, when the moon doth shine and the grass doth grow, um, I, uh, I tend to, uh, you know, I'll go through like a phase where I'm like, I just want to eat like, maybe like ten cans of canned tuna this month. And then after that month is over, I'm like, that is a vinegary, disgusting mess. I don't know, maybe I have a mercury deficiency. <laughs> Who knows? I don't think you can have a mercury deficiency. Foods, are, you know, some of them are in phases. I think, at least. I'm trying to think of what other foods I'm weird with. I really don't like yogurt. It's a very popular food, and I, I don't... I don't do what I used to do, and what I see a lot of people doing in, like, Twitch chat, they go, I don't like this food that's really popular, and here's why I don't like it, here's a logical argument that's gonna take down the yogurt industry, you know? That sort of thing isn't my bag, baby. I see it happen in Twitch chat all the time. People will be like, wine sucks. It tastes like vinegar. And then they expect that to be like, like, the sheep are gonna wake up and be like, oh my god, I never thought of it that way. He's right. But yogurt is one of those ones where I'm like, when I eat it, it it's sort of, I don't know if my brain's broken with respect to it, but it, I just want to gag. 
I have eaten yogurt recently. On a flight back from Korea, when Kate and I went there in February, yogurt was served as part of the breakfast. I have a rule about airplanes, because I get I starve on airplanes for whatever reason. Same as streaming. Maybe I'm just a hungry guy in general. <laughs> yogurt was served as part of the breakfast. I ate the yogurt, and I was like, yeah, that's not bad, but I did have to tell my brain, like, yo, brain, this is just for calories. Like, don't... I would much rather eat something I don't like uh, and be not hungry. Even if the hunger is just a mildly unpleasant feeling. Do you guys have, like, a meat? Like, a meat? If you're a meat eater, at least. Do you have a meat that's yours? When you go to a restaurant, you're like, I don't even need to look at the beef because I know I'm getting the lamb. I don't even need to look at the chicken because I know I'm getting the beef. I almost never order beef in a restaurant. And I know you're saying, what about steak? Uh, what about it? I know what I said. I have... And I, I don't dislike beef. Not even close. But I don't know. It's like one of those things where I'm like, eh, steak is not that hard to do properly at home. It's not that I don't trust the chefs to do it. I trust them to do it better than me. But, you know, the margin is a little ridiculous. Anything involving breading, I'm substantially more likely to order in a restaurant. Oh my god, you fool. I'm substantially more likely to order in a restaurant. Not because it's hard to bread your own foods at home, but because it's annoying from a dish standpoint. You gotta get the the flour, and then the egg wash, and then the breadcrumbs, and then the blah blah, and the blah. It's not, again, it's, it's extremely first world problems, I'm just saying. If I'm being real with you, I tend to be a fish guy. Like, if we're going to a relatively nice sit-down restaurant, and they're like, we got a, like a baked chicken breast, uh, you know, New York steak and a ling cod. I'm the dude who's like, give me the ling cod. That's for me. I don't know. that Seafood doesn't get enough respect, in my opinion. Not in North America. At least a lot of people like it. A lot of people go, ah, the fish is too fishy for me. But we've been down this road conversationally many times before. We don't have to go this way, okay? You know what annoys me at... at Fancy restaurants. Not that we eat at fancy restaurants on the regular. I mean, most of the time we're getting sushi because we're, you know, lucky enough to live in an area where it's really good. But um, I wish that fancy restaurants embraced, to a greater extent, unfancy sides that are much more delicious. Like I, I love a yuppie meat. I love a good scallop. You know who doesn't? But then they're always like, oh, the braised scallops fried delicately in a garlic butter and then garnished with a yuzu dressing. Let's go. Um, and then as a, a side, I'm like, French fries, please. French fries. Oh, a salad made of Belgian endives. Or endives, I don't know. And I'm like, ah! Could you replace the endives with, like, tater tots? <laughs> I'm not against... you. Like, fancy restaurants, you're doing it right. You're doing it right on the entree side. And by the way, someone did point out... They were being confused by my videos until they found out in North America uh, an appetizer is not an entree. The entree is a main course. I, I never really thought about it, but, I mean, you have an extremely good point. Uh, why on earth is it called an entree? Which means, like, a starter. But yes, an entree is a main course here. For whatever reason. You know, I don't know. It's how we do things in North America. You know... It's not just, like, it's literally the most wrong you could be in a name, unless I'm missing some kind of, like, linguistic 
origin story for it. And then we just go, yeah, that's how we do it here. You know that thing that means X? Well, actually, it's 1 over X. It's negative X here. And yeah, that's how we like it. And if you don't like it, well, go back to France, you know? We have, we have a chip on our shoulders, linguistically, sometimes. Make, I wouldn't describe it as good decisions. Not decisions you would make if you were designing it from the ground up. But anyway, I digress. So what we need is a restaurant that serves bougie... And by bougie, I just mean, like, high-class, pretentious meats with, like, trash sides. That's my dream come true. Give me a delicately braised scallop. Or multiple, ideally. And then just say, eh, McDonald's french fries <laughs> on the side. That's my aesthetic. You know, it's a beautiful slice of Wagyu beef tenderloin and then some McCain curly fries. Or a side of tater tots with a craft single on top of it. Don't act like you wouldn't respect it, given the circumstances. All this talk of food's gotten me hungry. Should follow my own advice, dude, and... Actually, oh, we, we don't even know what it's gonna be, because it's Curse of the Unknown, so we'll just head down. Um, follow my own advice, dude. You gotta eat and drink before starting your recordings for the day. Something, uh, I do every- I really, like, I, I wanna buck the idea that I'm some kind of streamer dad who's got everything under control. Even though I embrace that image to some extent, but, like, you know, I, I, I do get exhausted sometimes talking to my colleagues, and, you know, I'm like, Hey, it's 7 p.m. your time, what'd you eat today? And they're like, nothing. I'm like, how does that happen? Go to the grocery store, like, you gotta... Self-care sometimes involves doing a little bit of errand work and preparation and being like, Hey, I went to the grocery store and bought a week's worth of food so that I'm not gonna starve before my streamer. Like, you know, you gotta wake up ten minutes of advance of when you start working so that you can actually eat something. Today, I don't really have a great excuse. You know, I... I just slept in. Today. I've been trying to... Because I work in an unusual field, I romanticize nine-to-five mundanity. So you might be saying, like, you know, oh, if I did the streamer life, I'd sleep 10 hours a day. You might be right. A lot of streamers do. A lot of streamers uh, sleep, like, four hours a day. You know, some of them stream, some of them sleep 12 hours a day. It happens. But for me, I'm like, I want to be a seven-hour boy. I feel good when I wake up after seven hours, not groggy, um, and, and productive. You know, I wake up with, like, a chip on my shoulder that's like, let's earn tonight's sleep. But I fell asleep. We, we saw the late show of A Quiet Place last night. Started at 10.30. Relatively short movie. So, you know, once the trailers and stuff get done, we drove home. It was like 1 a.m. And I was like, ah, you know, I can use a little bit more time to, you know, just relax. Watch a couple of things on Netflix. It's, you know, 3 a.m. by that point. I like to wake up around eh, 9.30 or 10. Set my wake-up light for 10. Snoozed it. Woke up at 11 when my emergency startle phone alarm went off, and I was like, oh man, I'm behind schedule. Didn't eat. Should have eaten, dude. You always just feel better. I firmly believe that. You don't need me to say it for the 500th time, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm a, I'm a big believer in breakfast actually being the most important meal of the day. You can skip breakfast with almost no consequence, especially as an adult. Nobody's going to go, hey, did you eat breakfast, sweetie? You know, you have the freedom to be lazy in the morning if you want to. The punishment, and you might disagree with me on this, and it, by the way, you live your own life. I don't know, maybe you do perform better without eating breakfast. Maybe you do get nauseous when you eat in the morning. 
Either one of those could absolutely be true, or both of them could be true. It's something I hear a lot. It's people think that it's just like, ah, I can deal with being hungry. Nah, it's like it's like putting the wrong kind of gas in your car. Even if it's a subtle effect, I feel like you just perform better when you've eaten. I know I definitely feel that way. Like I don't think we've done too badly here, but who knows? Maybe if I had a, a big breakfast, instead of losing the last run, we kind of steamroll it. No, it's a, it's a subtle vampire. I always say you should, you know, take the breakfast challenge. If you've lived your whole adult life not eating breakfast, wake up ten minutes earlier. It doesn't have to be a big breakfast. You don't have to cook. Just eat something that's, like, you know, relatively good for you in the morning. Do it for a month. And if you don't like it, never eat breakfast again. If you feel like it's made a change for you, there you go. It's a positive. That being said, I didn't follow my own advice today. You know why? I, I fell into the classic, uh, you know, what everybody says on an average Saturday morning. Ah, I got too much work to do today. No second secret room? Are you kidding me? Maybe if I had breakfast, I would have gotten that second secret room. See, that's a self-caricature at this point. Uh, no second secret room? No second secret room? Can I... I'm... <sighs> I just want to go back and watch some of the footage there real quick. How? Where did that creep come from? Does this guy shoot telepathic creep out? Or did, when the gimpy, or the, not the gimpy, but the turtling died over there, did it do? I don't know, man. This is a bad run. Bad series of runs, but the grocery store tangent hopefully uh, carried. But for now, thanks for watching. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, click the like button. I'm so great. Of course, subscribe if you want to see more in the future. For now, thanks for watching. I'll see you next time, and be better.